quarterback tiers on today's Peacock and Williamson, courtesy of Mike Sando of The Athletic. How do coaches and executives around the league anonymously rank the NFL quarterbacks and tier them out? Coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to all the everydayers subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts all right uh this is a fun one we do this every year matt and it is the quarterback tiers as done by mike sando the great uh mike sando of the athletic and he surveys i think it is 50 executives around the league coaches and decision makers and it's all anonymous so that he can get 100 like as if it wasn't anonymous and the look, the anonymous scouts that happen around the NFL draft, you hear some wild takes. And I think sometimes people are surprised by even the top level decision makers around the league, what their takes are about uh, current NFL quarterbacks. And that's not even the unknowns of of draft prospects, because there's a there's a lot of wild ones there when and, uh, and it, it's always fun just to get that. I don't love that it's anonymous, but it has to be anonymous. So you get the. Uh, the, un, the unfettered quote, the, the right, real right. opinion of some of these guys. A hundred percent. And, uh, you know, we know Mike's been on the, the podcast a fair amount. I know him quite well. Saw him at the owner's meeting, consider him a friend. We, we spent 10 years together at ESPN. And he did this going back to his ESPN days where he tallies all the votes, picks the best quotes, and you'll hear him, you know, on podcasts and things all over the network, all over the internet, just talking about vibes he gets and things like that. And I think it's a blast. I mean, I think it's a good way of looking at it, you know, tearing them, you know, at, you know t- like, for example, you know, but and then there's also a, a voting average he shows here, too, of like, uh, you could you could see like the number one on the list. I'm sure people can figure it out got zero votes for not being in tier one. I mean, they're all, everyone that voted put Pat Mahomes in tier one as the top quarterback. I almost think he should have his own tier, to be honest with you. It's, it's getting closer and closer to being a Mahomes tier. And then let's yeah. talk about tier number two, right? Uh, yeah. The number of quarterbacks in tier number one this year was, and look, the tiers are defined as, the, the better equipped a quarterback is to win with less help around him, especially in situations when running the ball is not feasible, the better he will fare in the quarterback tier. So it's like you're winning because of the quarterback. Yeah, that exactly. Tier one. That's tier one. So you want to scroll through these? And I, I do think a conversation is more of an offseason thing is do you pay a tier three guy? You like Anyone that gets a tier one guy, you're thrilled. You got a superhero, pay him whatever he wants. I think that's basically true for the tier two dudes as well. But is paying a tier three guy smart? You know, I mean, I think that's a big conversation here. 
Well, yeah, especially we were talking about forty million dollars. If, if they're cheap, backup, you're right, a right. high level backup, okay. But if you're paying like uh, franchise money, tier two, tier one money to the tier three guy, I think we all know the answer to that one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, like you no and one. I would be thrilled if Pickett and Purdy are tier three guys this year, considering the investment in them. You know what I mean? That's oh, great, right. right? Yeah, right, and right. then hopefully by the time you pay them, they're tier two. Right, 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 and that's the fine line. Or tier one, right? Like Patrick Mahomes is uh, clearly number one. No surprise at all there. Here's where it starts to get a little bit surprising. I think this is the conversation a lot of people have is, okay, after Mahomes, is it Josh Allen or is it Joe Burrow? And I think it's become that conversation that those are clearly the top three guys. And uh, the execs and the coaches around the league that were surveyed for this had Joe Burrow just ahead of Josh Allen at number two. Yeah, and I do think that is, they're the only two fighting for the number two spot, in my opinion. And it looks like the those voters agreed, you know, because their their average was both pretty high. I've gone back and forth on this all offseason. I think I prefer Allen, and there is a little bit of recency bias because of Burroughs' injury that we talked about yesterday. That, And, and I know Allen played through a, a pretty serious elbow injury for much of the, the end of last year. I just prefer the bigger, stronger guy, I think. Uh, and we're seeing that with the, with the recent mm-hmm. injuries and the ongoing injuries for Joe Burrow. Um, and, you know, Allen getting banged up as well and then playing through an injury that was like, oh, man, it's an elbow injury. This might be cause somebody to be out for the year. And and for Allen, he he played through it and and still played pretty well. Uh, I was a little bit surprised by this, though. Only one tier two vote of the 50 it was 49 tier one, one tier two vote for Joe Burrow. But there was five more tier. There was six of the 50 that voted tier two on Josh Allen, man. Yeah, I, I don't get that, to be honest with you, like. Some of these other guys that are fringe tier one, tier two guys, I could see us wavering, waffling a little bit. Maybe it's just because Mahomes is so great that I can't put anybody in the same tier as Mahomes. Or I, I, but the fact that Burrow got that fewer tier one or that fewer tier two votes kind of baffles me, to be honest with you. I'm surprised that 50 out of 50 execs that was that high that it, the the number that voted tier two for Allen is the one that surprises me the most. Yes. Yeah, that, you put that better easily, I mean, you would just say, yeah, tier one, of course, for all of, of course, all he's tier one. me. Right. So to say tier two on Josh Allen, that's an interesting one there. That is very I'd, interesting. I'd love to hear what you never get because of the, you know, the anonymous side of things is yeah. why would you put him in two, but you didn't put Burrow in two. I'll give you a quote here. Um, there, two of them were defensive coordinators, by the way, that were among the six voters that placed him in tier two. Uh, okay. And one of the quotes, quote, I'm not sure he can win you a game as a drop back passer consistently, which is part of the tier one description. I think Allen, mm. Lamar and Jalen all fit into that high tier two category. The running is a weapon. But if you are down two scores or 10 points, you might have an issue. I don't agree. Um, defensive coordinators know more about football than I do. But my initial thoughts hearing that are that's the curmudgeon coach that just thinks these running quarterbacks don't throw the ball well enough. And I think a little bit of a teaser for some surprises on this list, potentially. And the first one, I think, is that number four on the entire list, tier one quarterback, is still the aging now New York Jet Aaron Rodgers. I can't go there after last year and at his age. We've talked about him a lot. I mean, gave back $35 million. He sure seems bought in. I know they reference Brady going to the Bucks and compare that similarly. I understand that. I'm 
the one to the next three guys I would put ahead of Rogers after how he played last year. And he was 30 to 20 in his tier one to tier two voting. Would you vote him tier two or tier one? Tier two. Okay. By the, by the definition tier two. Yeah. It's interesting because Aaron Rodgers has been a tier one the whole time. And this is actually the, the lowest ranking he's had on this list. He's That's been number crazy. one. He's been number two. Uh, I don't know if he's ever even been number three on this list. He might have been three, but four is the lowest going back to 2014 when Sando started doing these. And so um, there, there is some decline in his voting, but he's still tier one, according to, you know, over half of those polled. I mean, I think he was, he was one last year, right? I mean, it was him and Mahomes were fighting it out for number one last year. That you know what? Actually, now amazing. that I look at it, I think you're right. I think it might yeah. be, might have been number one every year except for 2020. He was two, and then he was back to one and one again, even ahead of Mahomes. That's like when they drafted Jordan Love. You know, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, I get the respect, but I mean, he didn't play he like that last year. MVP award, so yeah, yeah. How about this one? Justin Herbert sneaks into tier one, and he is the fifth and final quarterback in tier one match. I get it. I mean, there's conversations about he hasn't won enough. They blew that lead. Um, he would be my fourth quarterback, but my tough question would be, is would I have voted him one or two? You know, because those top three to me kind of stand alone. So maybe he'd be my very, 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 very best tier two guy. Yeah, that's interesting. Do we go micro yeah. tools where it's like Mahomes right, right. and then it's Burrow and Allen and then another gap and then, okay, Rodgers, Herbert, and some of these next tier two guys all belong kind of together. Yeah. Um, and for me, I, I would still go Aaron Rodgers probably tier one because you haven't seen a physical decline. He, it's not like he can't sling it anymore. He looks like sure, an old sure. man, even though he's getting older. And Justin Herbert with all the physical talent, um, it's just it hasn't all come together yet. So I would probably have Herbert in – as a high two and Rogers as, as the lowest one for me. Okay. I get it. I mean, I understand that line of thinking. I mean, and you're right about Rogers. It's not like end of career breeze or Roethlisberger where they're just, you know, falling apart. Some listeners out there might be thinking, Oh my gosh. Okay. So there's this quarterback I have in my mind and he must not be a tier one. You would be correct about that. We're not going to give you uh, the, the details on every quarterback here. You're going to have to go check out Sando's article mm -hmm. at the athletic, but some of the biggest surprises, risers, fallers, and all of that uh, coming up on the quarterback tiers next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft, scouting the waiver wire mid-season, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed fits on your roster. So, with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And I know this is one of Matt Williamson's favorites, and that is running back Ramondre Stevenson. If you're looking to park an elite running back in your fantasy football garage, after the hot top you know, half dozen options at the position or so are gone and taken off the board, there will be no sticker shock for the Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson, a complete back in a run-focused Patriots offense. Stevenson has a huge advantage in getting the high leverage touches over other younger running backs with eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly just like your fantasy football team they've got air filters brakes batteries taillights 
alternators, shocks, struts. I went to eBay Motors and got myself a fender flare for my car. Ran over a parking uh, a cone on the freeway. I don't know what it was doing to my lane, but knocked off the fender flare. Had to get a new one. It was so easy. Uh, I had a guaranteed fit. Green check fits perfectly. I was able to save probably $1,000 from trying to take that thing in and get it fixed and, and get all that markup when I could just do it myself with eBay Motors. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you will always get be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, Matt, when it comes to Tier 2s, according to coaches and executives around the league, uh, the top of Tier 2 here is Jalen Hurts. And he made a meteoric rise from Tier 4 to Tier 3 and just almost nearly skipped Tier 2 altogether. Comes in at number 6 overall. Uh, He had 10 Tier 1 votes, 38 Tier 2 votes, and still got 2 Tier 3 votes. I have no qualms at all with him being number six on the list. He would definitely be a tier two guy for sure. Um, However, I I, kind of want to focus on the guy after him, but I do want to give Hurts his credit because think about one year ago, the narrative around him was, man, they just got wiped out in the playoffs by the Buccaneers. They have two first round picks that upcoming year. If Hurts flounders, they'll move up and get their quarterback. Well, he did anything but, of course. Here's one quote from uh, an exec or coach, not sure, around the league. Uh, and it's those, it's this, it's it's very similar. I don't know if it's the same uh, defensive coordinator as the, uh, the Josh Allen quote, but this is it. Quote, uh, that is why I was so fascinated with the Super Bowl. If they do not call that pass interference on the Eagles, Kansas City kicks a field goal, and then we find out once and for all Jalen Hurts in the two-minute situation because the last time he was in one and people forget this they lost at home on monday night washington didn't let him out of the uh out of the pocket and philly did not win that game so again it's two minute situation you're down you are in the pocket can you throw your team to victory which is one of the big criteria and that's why some of these uh these graders i think have, have graded uh graded not harshly necessarily but you know I, I think they're not super willing unless they've seen it over time for these quarterbacks to give you that that year one, or that tier one nod mm-hmm. and i get that you know some people are tougher graders i can't quite give you the tier one nod i understand hurts not being in there i understand lamar who's next not being in there but lamar would be over hurts for me and here's my logic behind that is let's just say lamar got the play on the eagles offense and hurts had the play in baltimore i think it would go noticeably worse and I, I pulled up Warren Sharp's uh, almanac, which is tremendous. I urge everyone to check it out. I've been reading it like crazy on vacation. And I just want to show a couple things about what the Ravens have made, have not helped Lamar's life whatsoever. Because remember, up until this contract dispute, he was still on a rookie deal. So these are the wide receivers they've signed in the last three years in free agency. Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Chris Moore. And then in season, they add old man Des Bryant and old man Deshaun Jackson. And in the last three years, they've drafted Bateman, which might work out fine, Tylen Wallace, Devin Duvernay, and James Prochet. Those are the receivers they've given this guy 
without really jumping all in on a guy that has was working on his rookie deal. And yeah. in game, and they had the opportunity to go expensive right. at wide receiver if they have that rookie contract quarterback. Right. And they never did that for Lamar. And we saw that with Hurts. We saw that with Josh Allen. And then in total, in games Lamar has started and not gotten injured mid-game, and I understand there's some durability concerns, no doubt. The Ravens are 45 and 15 in those games. Only Mahomes has a better record in the same criteria. And 11 of the 15 losses by one score or less. I mean, so that's nuts. And and 11 of those 15 losses, the Ravens gave up multi-score fourth quarter comebacks. So the defense is letting them down late in games. They're not giving them any receivers. And they're still 45 and 15 whenever he starts and finishes a game. It's pretty good. Uh, some minor qualms from me with this list, and I would have Lamar ahead of Jalen Hurts, and and I know yeah, Hurts yeah. had a better season last year, and they're back to back, and they're in the same sure. tier, and and I think they both belong right in this range. I'd probably have Lamar Jackson uh, at the top of tier two, and I'd probably have Lamar one spot ahead of the last quarterback in tier one here, and Justin Herbert, and then Hurts. That would be my five okay. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I I think I'd still have Herbert over Lamar, but I'd love Lamar over Hurts. And I think I'd have all of them over Rodgers. I, I, to be honest with you, I think Lawrence and Herbert are very similar. I know Herbert's been in the league uh, a mm-hmm. little longer, but I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't fight you if you said you wanted Trevor Lawrence on your football team instead of Justin Herbert. They, there's still a lot of projection. It's a good there. point. It's a good point. And and you can't overlook the prospect he was coming out of Clemson and what he had to deal with as a rookie. But Lawrence is certainly climbing, and he would be probably eight for me. But I. He could be two next year. Yeah, and Lawrence at eight uh, in tier two here has jumped up in front of some uh, some big time names in Dak Prescott and Matthew Stafford to round out the top ten, and Deshaun Watson coming in at number eleven. Yeah, and Dak had a down year, too many turnovers, but fortunately for him, Brady retires. Stafford has a down year. Russell Wilson has a really down year. Some of the old guys that were ranked highly last year all went backwards. I propose. We talked about Patrick Mahomes having his own tier. If we were doing the micro tiers, tier one, Mahomes, tier two, Burrow and Allen, tier three, everybody else we've mentioned so far, basically. And then uh, the next tier would be also a micro tier of just one player, and that would be the Kirk Cousins tier. Uh, He comes (laughs) in at the bottom of tier two in this survey, uh, and he's been that like tier two, T3, tier three guy his whole career. And I think he has become that, you know, you're the 12th best quarterback in the league. And if you got a quarterback better than Kirk Cousins, you're in great shape. Uh, if you don't have a quarterback as good as Kirk Cousins, you're, you're filtering through quarterbacks. I like the way you said that because I was going to say it similarly in that Kirk Cousins to me is the poster boy for a tier three quarterback, but is the best of them. You know, he is the, Number one tier three quarterback year after year after year. And back to the original conversation, do you pay that guy 40 million? Are you better off or just using the 20th pick in the draft on one instead and building around them? I propose I, that Mike Sando, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, yeah, I propose yeah. Mike Sando interview 51 guys next year because it would have broken the tie because I, I didn't realize okay. this until I just clicked on it. And this is a fantastic article. Seeing all the quotes, you got to go check out all of Sando's work at The Athletic. 25 tier two votes, 25 tier three votes. That's awesome. 
or 49 would be fine. You know, <laughs> it's some odd number. Right. And I get it. He's the, he's the worst tier two guy ever or the best tier three guy ever. And I would put him in as tier three, but he'd be my 12th guy too. Staying on cousins. Have you seen the, the quarterbacks uh, documentary show yeah. on, uh, on Netflix? It's fantastic. I haven't finished it yet. I've got one more episode, but you, you cannot come away not being a fan of Kirk cousins. Absolutely. I mean, good guy for sure. All that stuff. It's a great series. I may even mention this a couple of weeks ago. It's been a while. But uh, a friend of mine, when you see the credits, it's Peyton Manning. And then the next name that's a credit is Keith Cosero, who's a year younger than me from high school. Really hey. good dude. He's been at uh, NFL Films for a long time. I should probably text him, see if he wants to come on. Got to get him on the show. Yeah, we, you did yeah, mention yeah. that before, and I'd forgotten about it. We got to get Keith Cosgrove on this show. I, I would love to see uh, hear some uh, behind the scenes from that production. Yeah, very cool. And I think there's going to be a, a next year one, too. I think it's going to be a yearly thing. And here's another thing that I came away with. And look, it's a, I don't think they're unfair or anything with the storytelling, which they could be because, you know, you can pick and choose what to display when you're presenting a story like this. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Kirk Cousins and his process, and then you watch Marcus Mariota and his process, it was pretty clear and pretty easy to see how those guys are wired differently and why maybe a more physically talented Mariota hasn't had as good of a career as the less physically talented Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I thought the same thing. You know, like I didn't think Mariota was a slacker compared to the other two, but he's a little more laid back and a little more mm-hmm. Hawaiian. I don't mean that in a negative way. Folks from Hawaii, I mean, you're wonderful people, but just kind of beachy and, you know, chill. And Cousins is stressful and worries about things. And- Grinding every second. Right, 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 right. I didn't get close enough. I need two more yards so we can make this field goal. He's just like everything's grinding. He's doing the brainwave thing in, in the car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty wild what you have to go through as an NFL quarterback really is. And the beating he takes and the, the right rib cage and, Oh, there's another helmet right to the rib cage again. Like, ah, you know, and that's what they all deal with. All right. More from the Sando tears. Some of the biggest risers, fallers, surprises from tier three and four next. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you are subscribed up and become an everydayer if you are not on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. What are your biggest surprises here in, in Tier 3, Matt? And it's a large tier going from quarterback 13 all the way to quarterback 23 in the NFL coming into 2023. Yeah, surprises. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't envy anyone for having to uh, rank Kyler Murray. I mean, he's at the top of this tier. I think that's legit. If, if he gets out of Arizona or a new regime there, I think he'll probably settle in tier two for his career. Russell Wilson, I, I mean, had a miserable season. I, I don't him either. I mean, not that there's any shocks here it's just i don't envy some of these guys of how where i would place a couple of these quarterbacks and then i go to mac jones and think he's more purdy picket land to me than he is you know even Tannehill, geno smith land yeah and, and i i i 100 agree and now not much separated them uh mac jones was the final quarterback 23 overall in tier three and brock purdy and kenny pickett were 24 and 25 at the beginning mm-hmm tier four um i don't know that mac jones has shown anything more than than those guys in the nfl especially with what we saw at the end of the the year for brock purdy there um and i do believe of all the players in this tier i would put mac jones in 
in the next tier down. Yeah. Because we need to see a big year from him. He might not be a start a starting quarterback. So to say he's one of the twenty three best, and if it goes poorly, he's not an NFL starter after this year. Um, I, I put money that Purdy and Pickett are starters in twenty twenty four over Mac Jones, probably. Me too. I was going to ask you this question, and I do understand Mac Jones had a lot of things going against him last year, no doubt. But he also doesn't move particularly well. I would not trade my guy Pickett for Jones. Would you trade your guy? For Jones? No. Yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe. I probably wouldn't trade the other guy, Trey Lance, for Jones either. Okay, fair enough. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you got the upside factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if I was, I don't know, the, the Vikings and I had to go get Mac Jones or Lance, I would probably rather pay money for Lance. So I'd probably give you more for Lance, you know what and I mean? On that same note, how about this one drafted in that same class? Two slots ahead of Mac Jones is Justin Fields at 21, um, very different, right? But I feel like the trajectories are, are way off, and, and I feel like there's a, a bigger gap, which is why I think Jones belongs in a different tier than you know, Fields and Tannehill and even Geno Smith from what we saw last year in, in the cars of the world. Yes, I, I don't disagree at all. I was interested to see with Justin Fields because you know, listening to some of the quotes from some of the, uh, especially the hardened old school veteran executives and defensive coordinators around the league where they would rank someone like Justin Fields who has so much work to do as an in the pocket timing and rhythm passer, which is what the league has been based on, you know, for so long and and still continues to be. Um, But just seeing how, man, it's, it doesn't take a lot to squint and see, yeah, he's right in that same place that Jalen hurts was the year before. And, um, and, you know, Josh Allen was after his second year in the NFL. Uh, and I was kind of surprised in, in two ways. One, that there was five of the 50 that gave Justin Fields a tier two vote, which means they had him 10 slots higher than, than where he ended up. Uh, mostly he was a tier three guy, 34 votes there. And then 11 of the 50 had him voted as tier four. So people were completely split on, on jo- uh, Justin Fields. Which makes all the sense in the world. Like, I don't put a lot of stock in that NFL Network top 100 list, but he was on it, and I was kind of blown away by that. But he's definitely hard to play against. I mean, I I don't think that anyone can combat that, whether you're a Fields fan or not. I think you and I are Fields believers, and that goes back to watching him at Ohio State and as a draft prospect. I think he's a good passer. We just haven't seen it, and he has a lot of work to do. But... What about Justin Fields versus Daniel Jones? Like, who would you rather play against? I was going to bring that up. So, yeah, yeah. Justin Fields comes in at 21. And if I'm thinking, who do I want to play against or who do I want as my quarterback going into 2023, which is his year three now with some of the weapons he actually has, which is legit instead of what he was dealing with his first couple of years. Um, And and to me, Justin Fields is one of the easiest evaluations on the list because I know exactly what he has and what he needs to fix. And yeah. you see it in some of the quotes here talking about timing and in the pocket. And, um, but his, his, because uh, it's like people talk about his accuracy. His accuracy is not the problem. He, he throws, he makes elite throws every single game. He's got deep ball accuracy. He's an accurate thrower. Arm talent is there. His athleticism and running ability is there. It's the quick game stuff. You know, can he get his mm-hmm. feet lined up? Can he get the ball out? Is he, is he just not a quick enough processor for that aspect of the NFL? Get the ball out middle of the field, which is usually the easiest thing. That's what the, you know, the, the, so a lot of the quarterbacks get first and they don't have the ability to do the other things that Justin Fields can do with the, with the downfield throws and running of the football. But, 
all that said, even with his shortcomings, I would think that that would be the teachable part of playing quarterback. And maybe he does. Uh, I just think he's smart enough. I think he can do all those things. I would much rather take that than the guys in front of him. 20, Geno Smith, 19, Daniel Jones, 18, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, then you start getting the Tua, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, um, Derek Carr. That's him, the yeah. end of and Kyler Murray, end of tier three. I mean, Kyler Murray and, and Justin Fields almost is a toss up to me. Yeah, and I think Murray's a very, very good passer, too. That doesn't always get credit for that. Uh, Like Murray, Fields has had to overcome his situation a lot. You know, those first two years and with the Bears, at least the beginning of last year, were really rough. And I I think the great comparisons one you made is Fields is pretty much at the same stage of his career as Hertz was a year ago, except the Eagles a year ago or two years ago went to the playoffs and Fields' team ended up with the first pick in the draft. The rookie starters are not on this list, Matt, but uh, of those 30 quarterbacks that do make the tiers and uh, the rest of these guys in in tier four, do you have any big thoughts on uh, any of these players here before we uh, before we go out? I wonder how Sando set this up. Does he give them 30 names? And they go one, two, three, four next to all of them. Or do you, does he say, give me your top 30 or whatever? Cause there's only 30 on this list. I think, he gives them, I think he gives them the names and say, and says okay. here, give the tiers next to these guys or he might give them more, but I know, you know, they all be, cause it's, it's starters, not counting the rookies, which is why we end up with 30. Okay. Okay. So it's not 30 every year. You know, he, he probably gives them the names because, frankly, I was a little shocked that Mayfield's even a top 30 quarterback anymore. You know, and he's at 26. <laughs> right. Because I would take Stroud, right? Oh, or, of uh, course, right. Bryce Young, but they just they didn't qualify for the list um, because you need a, a year first before they're they're going to give you that opportunity. And to be honest with you, I'd take Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell, maybe. I would too. Who are on this list. And how about this one? They put Gardner Minshew on the list, and I don't think he is the starter. He should be no, 29 right, right. quarterbacks and not 30. Yeah, good point. Like, what I was going to say about Mayfield is I really don't know that he's any different whatsoever than Trubisky or Wentz or Mariota. And what I mean by that is, like, a top three pick that didn't live up to it. I mean, I think Mayfield's the same guy as them. Ritter's interesting. Gardner Minshew should be a tier five guy uh, to me. And, mm-hmm. and so there's only four tiers. So that's where, you know, I, I think if you gave them the option of a fifth tier, would Sam Howell be in the fifth tier? Would Gardner mm-hmm. Minshew be? And actually, oh, I, I take that back. There is a fifth tier. Um, oh, okay. With this right here, there is a fifth tier option. And they did give out some fifth tier votes, but these are the only guys that made it into the tier four of the voting. Man, yeah, I just really... The league really likes Sam Howell and Gardner Minshew. So yeah, I was saying, I just clicked on Howell and he's got forty-seven tier one or tier four votes. Only two for tier five and only one for tier one or for yeah, tier three. That's so, interesting. And more than that is, yeah. Ritter, who was drafted higher and had an opportunity to show more last year. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting to me. I mean, maybe neither one of those guys ever does anything, but I have a hunch Howell sticks. Very interesting. Find out all of the details, all of the quotes from all of these tiered out quarterbacks done by Mike Sando. Always a must read article every single year from Sando of the athletic. And uh, thank you once again, everybody for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen every day here on the locked on 
Podcast Network. Make sure you get those mailbag questions in later in the week at BD Peacock, at Williamson NFL, or on the YouTube comments. Subscribe up, thumbs up, hit the notification bell so you know when we go live for that uh, for that Thursday mailbag. Talk to you then right here. Peacock and Williamson. <laughs>